While no one knows what tomorrow may bring, Bridgestone is working toward a more positive outlook. With innovations like developing a tire using 75% recycled and renewable materials. It's just one of the many ways Bridgestone is making a difference today, for generations to come. Because that's what really matters. Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Visit whatreallymatters.com to learn more. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Poppin' Congregation, it's your girl Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess, back with another installment of the podcast Scam Goddess, all about robbers, con, artists, people who practice scams. Sometimes we love them, sometimes we hate them, and parasocial girlies out there, where my Blues Clues girlies? Yes! I'm very, yes, I'm very excited. I love you guys, and welcome new people. All right, no, I'm extremely excited. Y'all don't even understand. We have a legend, okay? I don't even know how we scammed her and got her time like this, but uh, shout out, shout out to the team, okay? Today, we have an amazing stand-up comedian and authoress on the show. She is a regular panelist on NPR's news comedy quiz show, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, which I've done quite a few times. This is the Queen Victoria of stand-up. You can listen to her podcast, Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone, and you can check out her stand-up comedy tour in a city near you, honey, because she be out here in these streets, honey. Back in the day, she would get on the ground and do all the mics everywhere, and that's just my own personal... I'll I be stalking Paula. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you can check out her stand-up comedy tour. Go to paulapoundstone.com for more information. Congregation, please welcome Paula Poundstone to the show. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here, Queen. I'm so... I'm really, truly elated to have you on the show. This well, is really you. dope. Uh, you know, I realized as as I'm watching you talk into the microphone, I'm like she doesn't need me. You, I can see that you sort of imagine the audience that you're talking to. Uh, there's a very close feeling I feel between you and the audience who is not in the room. So I I feel like I'm interrupting a little bit. No, interrupt all you want. It's not interrupting. It's you're gonna make me cry. Oh my god, uh, I I put in just a teens bit of like the stalking that I've done about you over the <laughs> I years. I did used to ride the Greyhound all around the country. Yes, to, to do, uh, you could buy a thing called the Maripass for thirty days. You go anywhere you wanted. Uh, you know, it was like a blank ticket book, so you could write anywhere you wanted for thirty days. And I used to live on the Greyhound bus back in the day. You was really touring. And I mean, your SNL stand-up episode with Robin Williams. Like, I just, you're you're the GOAT. So I'm just, I'm so excited to have you here. Uh, we always ask our guests on this show, like, what is your relationship with scams? Like, do you love them? Do you hate them? Have anyone ever tried? I mean, I can't imagine being on a Greyhound bus. You know, that was back when the Greyhound wasn't at sketch. <laughs> oh, it was somewhat. <laughs> I mean, I haven't. I don't know that I've ridden a Greyhound in a while. Okay, I'm going to tell you a really gross Greyhound bus story. Okay. 
it was not a scam so much it was harassment. So I was, I think, 19 years old. I was very shy. Oh, young. Um, I still am, but I was really shy then. So, you know, when you're on a Greyhound bus, you don't own both the seats, right? You right. have the seat that you paid for. Somebody wants to come sit down beside you. You move your junk and they sit down beside you. So this guy sits down beside me, and I'm the kind of person I can talk to the other passengers a little bit. Oh, you're better than me. Small talk, like I'll literally die. I hate talking about the weather. Oh, like well, it kills I can me. say, you know, hello, where are you going, right? <laughs> okay. Some people you engage with more than others. I forget what it was about this guy that kind of suggested to me, maybe I don't really want to chat, you know, when I was reading and writing and looking out the window and sleeping. Um, so anyways, he sits down beside me, and he's wearing uh, overalls. Now, at that time, that was like a fashion, but... <laughs> that was a statement piece? Yeah. It was giving? <laughs> yeah. So at some point, he, I think he recognizes like how sort of, I don't know, whatever. He slips his hands inside... Hands? Multiple his, hands? Both hands inside his overalls. Okay. Right? And that's a deep dive because overalls means you got pants up to your neck. Yeah. So you got to right. go yeah. in from so, the neck. Yeah, but the, the top part is just a bib. So you can go in the sides, okay. right? Okay. I don't think I need to describe to you what he was doing mm. at that point. And I'm so, like, shocked and embarrassed. And I'm like, I have, and there is no way in hell I'm going to tell somebody that he's doing this because I'll feel too embarrassed to say the words. I'm 19. I was a baby. So uh, I do at some point say like that I needed to get out and I walk up to the driver because I know he'd freak out if he knew that. Right. So I walk up to the driver and I lean my head down to the driver and I say, um, where's our next stop? <laughs> and the driver, because I whispered my question. He whispers his answer. So the okay, man the has no idea what exchange we just had. And he assumes... That it's about him diddling his man skittle. Exactly. Okay. So when I go back, he's moved. I love that. Okay. It was pretty... Uh, you know, thinking back on it, I'm like, all right, that was, I'm not the brightest bulb in the chandelier, but that was pretty damn clever. For... At least he didn't have the awareness not to realize that he shouldn't be, you know... Oh, he did. He flapping was just, the wag. He was trying to get under my skin. You know, he was just doing something to get attention and to get, you know... And to him, it was going to be more glorious if, you know, I was forced to... So I just... Whatever. And that was... He was still on the bus, and I still saw him every time there was a, a stop where people... You where know, were you going? How long uh, was the trip? I can't remember anymore. It was a It, was it a must have been a long trip, trip if there were oh, all yeah, these yeah, stops. Yeah, 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 yeah. But my relationship with scam, that was just my relationship with gross. <laughs> my relationship... And my relationship right, with And now I'm bus. wondering about the overalls. Like, he was like, I'm going to wear these, this yeah. neck pants so people yeah. can't really tell. I don't know if it was, like, yeah, part of his... Uh, Uni it had uniform, because if somebody walks over and they're like, "Sir, what are you doing with your genitalia?" He could like slide his hand up the neck pants and be like, "I was scratching my chest." <laughs> you know, he's like, it's, neck he, can, pants. "He can move around yeah. more than if you in pants yeah. that hit at the waist." Yeah, and there was a, really right. Tell. There was a practical use. Um, uh, in the old days, you heard it here first. Wore, neck pants, overalls, are for people public masturbators, like on a 
People still do on a farm sometimes, don't they? Every now and then you'll see a I farmer. I wonder if old McDonald really fucked it up for farmers. Like, what if farmers just like hipsters in Brooklyn? And they're like, we actually give fashion. And, and all the girls think we wear straw hats and wear overalls because of one bad marketing campaign. Well, you know, they haven't really been able to force a gingham on the rest of the world. You know, gingham, the little, the the, yeah. the, the white and red. Yeah, that, yeah. that really the slowed down. Table fits. Right, exactly, except yes. for smaller usually. I mean, we bring it back out for my birthday, 4th of July. See, that's the 4th of July. Are we you, don't need to celebrate are you America. Born on, we celebrate me. Are, is your birthday really the 4th mm-hmm. of July? I'm 4th of July. Okay. That's yes. all I'm going to celebrate from now on in <laughs> because I don't care that much about the 4th of July. No, I mean, what is it even really? But yeah. wait, so you were saying your relationship was scams. Okay, so... I have been scammed before. Oh, tell me, because I've been scammed a lot, even recently. So we, there's no shame. I was, and you do feel ashamed, by the way, when it happens. Yes. Isn't that weird? And that's what we're trying to get rid of, because we want people to share the ways that they've been scammed so that and other people so can. And there's so many ways now yeah. that, you know. Ooh, pe- they get new a, every day. It's a thing, yeah. Might have been 18 years old. I was working a restaurant in Boston, and this woman comes in with a kid. Mm-hmm. And she does this con thing where, and the kid's like two years old, and it's very distracting. Kid's banging on. I wasn't a part of this. Uh, I just saw it happen. It, she takes out a 20. She tells the cashier she needs two tens. Mm-hmm. When the cashier gives her the two tens, she now takes out a dime uh, and says, now I need two nickels for this dime. The cashier goes to do that. She takes the two 20s. She hides them away. I mean, the two tens, excuse me, hides them away and lays out two ones. And when the cashier looks up again after doing the, the two di- two nickels, she says, what did you give me these two ones for? Oh. Now, you know, in restaurants, the woman on the cash register gets stuck for that. You know, exactly. So, yeah. you know, it's a bad thing. But I worked in restaurants. I, I know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, if, if you're you're dra- drawer short, then like, you got to just fill you it know. out. And you normally will even fill out your drawer if it's short without telling management because you don't want to lose your job. So, right. yeah, you're like I got to. And, you know, we're making, you know, something slightly mm-hmm. over nothing per hour. And so now I'm on my way to work one morning and I stop off at the Dunkin Donuts on Boylston. As I'm waiting in line, the same woman is in front of me. And I, I, I didn't recognize it right away, but then I see her do this same thing. So, you know, she goes, two ones, two, two whatever. You know, what'd you give me these two ones for? And I stood right there and watched her. And I had this idea in my head. I'm from a small suburban town in Massachusetts. <laughs> I had this idea in my head that the minute she was foiled, she would somehow run away. Yeah, you, you know, happened. Well, didn't happen this time. I said, she didn't give you Two ones. She gave you two tens. And the woman turned and went off on me. And she said she was going to drag me outside and beat the crap out of me. And what's funny is it's not like I can't run or, or you know, it, I, all of a sudden I was just frozen because I just thought that's exactly what's going to happen now. So you thought when you told that, oh, this is a scam, she was going to just run out the right. door. But she was like, I'm a bitch, your ass. Right. Suddenly Damn, I was a So, so the, girl, the, the woman from Dunkin' Donuts grabs me over the counter because she thought I was going to be dragged outside, too. So she grabs my arm and she says, no, you're you're not going to do that. Now I only have one arm to defend myself. Listen, so America this... runs on Dunkin'. They like they're like the Waffle House of coffee. Everybody at Dunkin' knows how to fight, just like how everybody at Spirit Airlines knows how to fight. They teach that in the training. Do they? Uh, <laughs> do, 
<laughs> they actually do, but for all flight attendants, teach you how to do a basic self defense and like you have to restrain people sometimes in the air. But it's and you have to, to do me. it with office supplies. You have to do it with duct tape. I can't even. I can't even duct so tape. So she grabbed a you to help you, but then she she's was trying to help me. But instead, it left bit. me with just one arm. It's not like I would have hit anybody, anyways. But I was deflecting her blows with one arm, and she finally. So she did hit you. She, oh, she, she over did, and over again. Squabbling? Yeah. And then she and then she went to the door. She fight, they kept saying, We're gonna call the police. We're gonna and I'm thinking to myself, go ahead, go ahead, call the police now. She made it to the door, and I'm like, huh. I think I started to cry then, which just is not humiliating oh, enough. My Lord. And then she ran back and kicked me. Oh, and then she ran out again. And now one more for the road. Oh. And you know what I said afterwards? I said, Could I get a jelly donut? Oh. And she, and chocolate honey glazed, please. And then I sat down at a counter. Did they make you pay for it? And just sobbed. Yeah, they did. Oh, that's fucked up. That should have been for free now. Damn, you done helped them with a scam. They gonna charge you? Yeah. That's that when was... you gotta start fighting the Dunkin' lady. Yeah, that was, I should have come back with you. Gotta yeah. dunk the Dunkin'. So there, I, I was not personally scammed. I was abused, but I did recognize the scam and now, stop it. There. Now, Paula, I, I hate to do this. I hate to do this, Paula, but... I'm low-key a little bit on that lady's side. Are you? Kind of. <laughs> Just because Duncan is a big company, and she's scamming them. Like, she's not hurting nobody with Oh, no. But it was this. It was this. Like, you, you, know, you were nicer you to, seen, the, to the bus is, pedal. This is in the old days when they made them wear these kind of pink sack dresses with uh, aprons. Mm. Okay. That and lady, you know that you're cashier was going to get stuck from that. You're thinking from a service perspective, which I do too, which is why I over tip for everything because oh, I've worked tip. in service for right. so many Absolutely. years. Is that like that woman's drawer was going to be short and Absolutely. she might have been out of a job. Yes. So I understand yes. where you're coming from. I take it back. You was like, homegirl's no, drawer is going to be short. I was fighting for justice. Yeah, yeah. You were trying to help homegirl who worked there, okay, for <laughs> her right. little bit of money an hour and not to lose her job. So I absolutely understand. Damn, though, she she messed you up holding you. Now, how you going to hold me, though, and then I'm getting squabbled on, and then you going to charge me for the jelly donut? Now, yeah. she messed up there. Yeah, she, she, yeah, she, she didn't return the favor. She that's did. for sure. See, and that's why I don't help corporations, because she, she still stood in the gap <laughs> for the corporation, because, sis, I helped you not have a short drawer, and you over here holding me back while somebody is pummeling me and so you were doing it for the community and that mm, no no she she messed up because she should have gave you that free jelly donut it should have been free I'm and your back. coffee i'll tell you something i'm going back dunkin donuts if you hear us right now one sponsor the show two <laughs> y'all owe paula pound y'all owe paula poundstone a jelly donut and a coffee at the very least okay because by the played. way it was a jelly donut and chocolate honey glazed oh it's chocolate honey glazed get I, it right i can make that and even if it's discontinued you better continue it okay get it right and we're gonna go to a quick break for some non-scam advertisements we'll be right back I love fashion, okay? But we all know buying the latest and the greatest constantly is a little bit of a scam to the planet, which is why I love Newly. It's a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Sometimes you put something on the gram and you be like, oh, well, it's dead now. Well, with Newly, you can keep having fresh fits. And you're helping the planet. Try out trending styles, colors, silhouettes, and then you can send it back for something new. Okay? Come on, Newly. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles for more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. I know that's right. It's fast, free shipping and returns with professional cleaning in Newly's state of the art laundering facility. 
plus the option to buy whatever you love, which I love that because sometimes I put on a piece and I'm like, it's mine's now. So you can buy it from Newly. I love using Newly because the free shipping, it's really quick and the pieces are really nice quality. Also, I love that the orders, like when I got mine, it was shipped in a recyclable, reusable tote. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code Goddess. 20. Just go to N-U-L-L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code goddess20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code goddess20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Ooh, do you feel that in the air? Yes, that is summertime. It's in the breeze. It's in the trees. And y'all know when the sky comes out, (laughs) the thighs come out. And as the weather gets hotter, it's time to say bye to jackets and sweaters and hey to shorts and tees. If you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. Y'all know I love Quince. If you want to be looking chic year after year with classic pieces that you can dress up, dress down, wear around town, you got to get into Quince. They have premium European linen dresses. I have one in green and oh, when I wear it, it is a showstopper. Blouses, shorts from $30, y'all. Washable silk tops, which I told y'all I love those. I actually went back and got it in navy. I got it in the white like cream and I just know when I wear it, I'm going to feel like Diane Keaton on the beach thinking about my life like white cream are you kidding me it's giving rich okay quince is that girl y'all know you see me in their pieces all the time get into it get warm weather ready with quince go to quince.com goddess for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns that's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash goddess to get free shipping and 365 day returns q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash goddess and we are back and it's whoa time that was fast whoa <laughs> Almost. i hear i'm thinking i'm gonna kick back relax breathe for a second i got whiplash from that break you oh my get to breathe Paul. you get to breathe <sighs> it's time for what's hot and fraud let's do it yes yeah, so this is where we warn our listeners about scams popping on the streets but more often than not we get a letter from you all out there as always sit on your friends family and enemies at scamgoddesspod at gmail.com just make sure your scam is retired because we don't want to what yes fuck up your bag and somebody really understood that today uh i just need a fake name from you paula like it could be we don't care about gender here so any name uh angelina angelina Ooh, yes i like angelina so angelina says skip to the bottom for your flowers this is a long one so we're just diving right on it angelina you've been listening to the podcast because you know how it go all right so i picked this it's a little complicated but there's still like a little bit of a scam that can still be run. So I just wanted to let y'all know about it. Right. So it says you, Angelina says you might've actually come across this scam before, but there used to be a widely utilized review buying system that anyone selling something on Amazon could use to artificially boost reviews on their products. It wouldn't be advertised directly on Amazon, but rather through a variety of a thousand percent shady websites across webs like AMZ Review Trader, and if it's like AMZ Review Trader, if y'all want to know. Elite Deal Club, I Love to Review, Snag Shout, and many of these names. <laughs> Snag Shout Snag feels shout, yeah. 
pornographic for me for some reason. <laughs> it's snag shout. And many other mostly defunct sites now. Essentially, all that you had to do was find an item on one of these websites that you wanted and then request a discount code as well as give them a link to your public Amazon profile so that they could see your review history. So if you leave a lot of reviews, which I will say... I appreciate reviews. I don't do reviews often, but when I go on Amazon or any other popular website and give, you know, cue ball head Jeff Bezos my money, which I shouldn't be doing, I try not to. I can't stand him. I try not to. I try not to order from Amazon. Because a lot of times if you go on Amazon, the price is higher than if you actually click on who's selling it and then go to the real website where they sell it from. So you can find something on Amazon because it's quick and then go to the real website and get it cheaper. My neighbors and I, because he owns Whole Foods, my neighbors and I went in on a strawberry last summer. That's how expensive. One strawberry? Yeah, yeah. And it, how did y'all expensive. eat that? Y'all, y'all cut it up? Yeah, what, we what's cut the it situation? Up. It's, you know, it's, it's strawberry ceremony. Strawberry. <laughs> we call it the strawberry festival. Uh, no, yeah, it's very expensive. It's very Everything. expensive. And, and what more does he need, honestly, right? Also, like the workers, like if I know people are peeing in Powerade bottles, I'm I'm like, I don't want to yeah. do two day shipping so that y'all can be stressed I out. I feel like that too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but Amazon does have all the things, all the things. So... If you're a reviewer on Amazon, I do appreciate you because sometimes they be posting pictures. They'll post a picture in the outfit. They'll post a picture of the table once they built it, and it gives you like a a little bit of scale to how big it is. And well, apartment. that's helpful. I worry about the review things because I feel like people can just wouldn't you just get your friends to say good things about something? Yeah, or they trick people by sending the product to people's houses who didn't order it and then making reviews for them. They do that too. So there's a lot of different little scams that people on Amazon do to get their rating up. Because if your Amazon review rating is higher, you pop up in the feed higher, which means you get more legitimate orders than other companies for the same product. So there's reasons why they're doing this and giving these discounts. So... Angelina says the discounts were anywhere between 10% and 100% off. Free. Okay, yes, I said free. Wait Angelina. a minute. Mm-hmm. Can't, what company is giving 100% off discounts? But think about it. You give 100% off and then people give reviews. You get 10 reviews, right? You yeah. sacrifice the, the profit for 10 products that boost your algorithm. And oh. then you get probably way more people buying it legitimately, like legitimately because they saw it from the reviews. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, Amazon makes it to where the company can't really falsify reviews that much, so they need people to do, like, quote-unquote, legitimate reviews. Angelina says, and they had everything you could want if you got to that request button before someone else did. The deal was that they would give you this discount, and then you would leave your honest, in quotes, review for the product you received, hence why they wanted to see your public profile so that they knew they would at least get something in return for giving you the discount. This, of course, was the corporate scam being run to artificially initiate, or excuse me, inflate product ratings on Amazon so that they had a higher chance to get people outside of the scam country, yeah, to spend real money. They even tried to make it look legitimate by requiring you to put a disclaimer in your review that you received it at a discount but it was still an honest review. So they were like, tell the girls a little bit that we lie in. Like, yeah, right, just, a, yeah. just a, a skosh. This is so over my head. I can't even tell you. Really? I'm, like, I'm hanging on your every word because I'm like, I, you know, I, I do this thing where I go into stores and I'll pick up a product that I would like to have and I have enough money in my pocket to purchase it and I bring it to the cash register. I don't do self-checkout. And, and I say, hi, how are you? And then the person 
chats with me. I purchase my thing. I leave. I don't, for the most part, shop online and and do all this stuff. Paula, you're not doing online robbery. You got to get I, into online robbery. Yeah, I haven't. Big what, market. What is? Uh, uh, I know in Florida, um, they've had some bank robberies at the uh, drive-up window uh, where they use the tube. They drive-through bank robberies. Yeah, they put the gun. I have not heard about drive-through. Yeah, bank they put robberies. the gun in the tube. No. Yeah, and then. <laughs> How does that work? And there's actually been some shootings as well where the cashier, the banker, used the sh- gun? shot themselves. Yeah. No. Well, because they followed instructions on the note. I'm not going to listen to that kind of note. <laughs> you send me a note talking about shoot me. I'm not. And then you send a gun. I'm not. Yeah. Gonna, yeah you send me a gun. I'm shooting out the window. They're instruction followers in those banks. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, the, it's a Florida crime. A gun, that's a, all. That's Florida. It's a Florida crime. That, that gives me very Florida. So... Angelina says, here's where my own semi-scam comes in. When I started doing these kinds of reviews on Amazon, I had already been using an app that lets you scan your receipts to accrue points that can be redeemed as gift cards to actual stores like Target, Walmart, iTunes, etc. Not too long after, I started to notice that because I was it was processed like any other regular order, Amazon would still include a paper receipt for these products I was getting, even though no charge had actually been made to my card. So he's uploading... Angelina's uploading receipts that are no charge, but it's still a receipt. And obviously they're using algorithms and machines, so they can't tell that it's no charge. So Angelina is still getting points. Oh, because you have to have a receipt for? Yeah, to get the points. I love this. So since the receipt scanning apps are just aggregating my data and selling it for massive profit, I decided to start scamming them right back and upload these $0 receipts from Amazon. Got it. I was making out like a damn bandit, Lacey, Angelina says. I was getting things like French presses, memory foam pillows, Bluetooth speakers, phone screen protectors, ceramic kitchen knives, foam rollers, and much more on a regular basis and flipping those receipts into gift cards and stacking the profit. Okay. Wow. You realize the hole in the system. That's what scammers do. Yeah. And you were saying that earlier, like how scams have evolved. They have. Like, yeah. scammers are always like, oh, okay, we got computers now. Okay, let's scam on the computer. Oh, okay, y'all got Wi-Fi? We scamming on the Wi-Fi. You know, like anything. They're going to figure out a way. Yeah. So, it used to just be door-to-door scammers. Mm-hmm. You just, you know. You little, just have to walk in the heat. Yeah, little fuller brush man kind of stuff where, you know, you thought it was boar hair. But it turned out it was made with another kind of hair, and that was the big scam. <laughs> that was honest living. We yeah, had a scam yeah. door to door. You, we had to you're like, too young to have ever seen a fuller Hello, brush man. I'm here to rob you. Hello, <laughs> yeah, is the, your mama home? Those were the days. I'm trying to it rob was her. So much easier. Truly, I remember the Avon ladies to come to my grandmama's house all the time. Yeah, and we bought products. We, she, I didn't have no money. Yeah, Avon. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, Avon calling. So it got to the point where I would start giving things to friends and family or even as raffle prizes to the staff that I supervised as morale boosters. However, this all came crashing down in 2016 when a guy named Tommy Noonan. Damn, Angela, you going to name Tommy like that? You Who's Tommy Noonan? He created Review Meta. And... <laughs> To the great shock and surprise of nobody, found that those reviews were almost always biased. For a while, nothing really changed, but eventually this whole review meta thing picked up enough steam across Reddit, Twitter, and other social media. And we're going to get into social media later. Because social media is out in the scammers heavy these days. So Amazon had to essentially ban the product discount review, in quotes, from their platform. So around that same time, the receipt apps also stopped accepting receipts that had a total of $0. So my bag was all the way fucked up. I'm so sorry, Angelina, because you were really scamming good. This is a good scam. Yeah. Oh, fair. Ethical, fair, technically legal. (laughs) 
I'm into it. Yeah. What does uh, Barb McQuaid say? Uh, lawful but awful. She yes. sometimes says yes. of something that's not. But I'm not even going to say awful, but I like the rhyme. Lawful but awful. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. steal something that. that you, Paula, you can do, but you That's mine. Shouldn't. Y'all remember yeah. that different. I said it. <laughs> <laughs> remember that different. Remember how I said that? See, mm-hmm. I'm gaslighting y'all. Y'all remember how I said that? Yeah, that was we yours. We all do. Absolutely. That was yours. So it. <laughs> Yes, Paula. Oh, see, I love you. I love you. So Angelina says, I'm out of the game now. But the last I heard is that you have to fully buy the product on your own, give a favorable review, and then the company will send you a full or partial reimbursement. Take a look at the reviews on Amazon for any item you're interested in that isn't from a major or well-known brand. And it won't take you long to see that the reviews are clearly fake and or paid for. If they sell you, okay, if I buy something and I don't like it, and I write like, oh, boy, this, you know, this water bottle, you know, it smells, it's not good. Right. Then they're not going to send me the. Exactly. Uh, uh, therefore, it's still not an honest review. I knew the review thing wasn't. But right. that's why it's biased, because if you get something for free, everything I always say, if it's free, it's for me. So if it's free, I'm looking at it more favorably automatically because I didn't expend any resources to get it. So I'm like, oh, yeah, this water bottle smells like uh, paint chips, but the water cold. Yeah. So you would still. Yeah. You would still do that. It but, made Dasani but, taste like uh, smart water. <laughs> but who would want an additional product that you didn't like anyways? I guess that's part of that. Some people like stuff and oh, free yeah. stuff. A yeah, lot of people like free stuff. That's a big problem. Because that's why companies get away with, like, they'll give you gifts at the holidays and it'll be like a branded lunchbox or something. I'm like, I don't want no branded lunchbox. Just give me the money you paid for this damn lunchbox. <laughs> give me a bonus. I don't want this. Oh, man, I feel awful because a minute ago, I don't know if you saw me on my phone, but uh, I was ordering you a Paula Poundstone. Uh, nobody listens to Paula Poundstone lunchbox. <laughs> Wait, oh, but I want man. that, though. Yeah. But I want oh, that. I feel terrible. That's a flex. So they'll be like, you know Paula Poundstone? I'll be like, yes, honey. Yes, I do. Yeah, That's that, a flex. That and a dime. <laughs> and one dime. And then you'd be yeah. like, I actually sent you $25. So yeah. I'm going to need you to send that back. <laughs> yes. So. <laughs> they used to say that and a dime will get you a cup of coffee. But nowadays, it's that and $10 uh, will we'll get, get you, you a cup, cup of coffee. coffee. So P.S. Angelina says this allegedly, allegedly. I also heard whispers that Review met it itself is a scam, but you didn't hear that from me. We didn't hear that from you, Angelina. We no. didn't hear that from you. No. I, she's the one who originally said lawful but awful, mm. but she certainly did not say that, what was it, meta review? Review meta. Review, review meta. meta. Yeah. It's for, yeah. So I will say, y'all, uh, the reason I wanted to read this one, I know it's a little complicated, is that it sounds like a if you little, go on This Am- is like Monopoly rules. Uh, I, like that. Because I don't think I've ever played Monopoly with I'm the black. We don't full, read the rules. And yeah, do. We make our own rules. rules. Yeah, yeah. We make our own rules for Uno. We make our own rules for Monopoly. And oh, our come rules on. For are the right Uno, ones. the rule to Uno is if you have a kid, you can never stop playing it. That's the rule to Uno. It's a game that goes on for forever. Ever. But Monopoly goes on forever, too. And Monopoly was created by a woman, stolen by men. Oh, was I didn't about know that. the awfulness of capitalism. And that's why nobody ever gets through a game of Monopoly without fighting each other. I have a yeah. scar from my cousin Germonica stabbing me during Monopoly. Who did? My cousin Germonica. Germonica? I love you, Germonica. Yeah. But- <laughs> I'm sure it was an accident, Germonica. The way you, Listen, Monopoly came is treacherous because it's capitalism. What, she, which, which playing piece did she stab you with? Was it the dog, the thimble? Was it in the old days? Was which it the one's sharpest? I yeah. feel like you could probably get yeah. something off with the car. There used to be a cannon 
uh, could have been the I cannon. I had the cannon. Yeah, the I was always the car. I wanted to be oh, the car. Yeah, the yeah, but that's not. There's no sharp edges there, so it had to. Germanica, what a great name. Yes, it truly, and she's a great person. But yeah, well, it always except, drives. Well, I like, think with the exception of that stabbing, Monopoly, honestly, I do. Monopoly drives you to anger. Okay, you can still be a cool person and do like one little stabbing. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? It was right when she landed on boardwalk. <laughs> she just went off. I've never seen her like that before. Right. Never seen Germanica like that before. Because when you buy up all the properties, honey, the, the girls will be mad at you. And yeah. that's just the rules of the game. I'm not mad at it. Yeah. All right, y'all. We're going to take a quick break for some non-scam advertisements. And we'll be I'm right back with that historic hoodwinks. will not be as complicated. <laughs> Did you know Bridgestone developed a tire using 75% recycled and renewable materials? Making a difference today for future generations. That's what really matters. Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Visit whatreallymatters.com to learn more. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. As Rod! Whoa, that was a great break. Okay, we're back. <laughs> I'm going to let that be the intro, Paula, because that was amazing. And now we're back, and it's time for Historic Hoodwinks. This is where we talk about a crime, caper, group of criminals, maybe a lone wolf. And maybe we like them, maybe we hate them. I do want to do a content warning at the top of this. There are mentions of suicide and self-harm. So just so you know, if, you know, that might be a problem, which we understand. Uh, so today we're talking about Susan Meeshin, an independent romance novelist who was thought to have died in 2020 to the grief of her large fan community. But in 2022, the romance novel world was once again shocked when she miraculously came back from the dead. Oh, man. I, no, you're probably too young to have ever seen Hush, Hush, Sweet Charlotte. No, what's that? It was a scary movie back then with Betty Davis, Joseph Cotton, and uh, I'll think of the other actors later. But uh, Betty Davis thinks that she's killed someone, but she didn't. It, it, as it turns out, she didn't really, but she thought she did. And the guy torments her. And she had like rolled him off into a lake or something. And he comes back and he walks up the stairs and he's got like muddy shoes and leaves stuck to him. So that's that this she miraculously she dug herself out of the grave and miraculously reappeared. Yes. Yeah. To life. Yeah. I, I'm on her side right now because I know when you fake die, it probably sells more books. They're like, this is the last book we're going to get. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think that. <laughs> I mean, clearly there's like a mental health problem there somewhere. Yeah, fake dying is really a sign. That's, it's a red flag. Yeah, I think it wrong. is. Yeah. When you're like, I'm going to fake my death, you should probably look into your life and see why you want to do that. So Susan, 47, is an author of 14 romance novels and the head of a large online fan community on Facebook called The Ward in reference to a psychiatric ward. Okay. Well, there. Well, all right. Yeah. She told us up top. Yeah. I, okay, and then we're looking at her picture and it's giving... 
It's oh. giving mental illness. And yeah. listen, I have mental illness, okay? So that's no shade. I have my own mental illnesses, okay? I have anxiety, depression. So I understand mental illness. And she's giving that photo, it's giving mental. And that's yeah, okay. That is, yeah. Is it? Now, that's her brand. Does she let that photo circulate? Is that the yeah, one? Yeah, it looks wow. like a photo she meant to share with people. Wow. Because huh. look, okay. it's got even got the portrait mode kind of fuzzy background. Yeah, I think it. Her in the forefront and her face is kind of like giving like, hmm. Yeah. Hmm. It's not a happy face. No, it's not a happy face. Although if she were smiling, it would be. I mean, it's just, it could be, you, you know, you can't draw too many, too many conclusions. I mean, her haircut is giving great clips. It's not the Mona Lisa. No. Nah. It's, uh, but, um, yeah. But honestly, is it the Mona Lisa? No. Maybe no. the opposite? You think like there's like a, a little, no, no. It, I don't know. It's she an unhappy photo. She it's definitely at me anyway. I un- move. Y'all hear that on mic? I'm <laughs> no, moving okay, around. That, that's she not the Mona me. Lisa. That's, um, oh, American <laughs> Heritage, the one uh, by Grant Wood with the farmer, with the overalls, yes, by the, the way. Overalls, with the neck pants. The neck pants. Standing, yeah, that's the one where no matter where you stand, he's looking at you. Um, she's, all she's right. Still okay. Looking at me. So, all right. So she was a romance novelist, which, by the way, I take issue with right off the bat. But she was a romance novelist. Wait, why do you take some, issue? I just, I, it's a, I used to work in a bookstore when I was young, and it, it's just a genre. It's a very horned up genre. It's I, there's just something about it that's just stupid. The, uh, <laughs> the, the the covers are all the same. It's all, you know, it's all like an overly buff man with super long hair that's blowing a, in the wind. Well, actually, that's relatively new in my life. Um, it was in the old days. It wasn't so much the man. It was, you know, always like a buxom woman. Although I don't, you know, mm. given that it's largely women that were purchasing those books, I don't know why they wanted to read this story of a large-breasted woman. But, uh, <laughs> but because, they did. Because, listen, large-breasted women be having adventures. Yeah. And I want to know what where them titties are going. And I, <laughs> I want to I go with them, okay? <laughs> I want to be their bra, their brassiere, and, and go on the adventures as well. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I can't. I just, you know, there's so much... Like, I'm the slowest reader in the world. I'm a very slow... Like, I, sometimes I fantasize about going to college. I'm like, it wouldn't work. I wouldn't be able to get through one book. Like, I'd I always be... Would. I'm oh. a slow reader and oh. I went to college. I did run a lot of scams in college where I pretended to be a poor at-risk youth on scholarship. I was on scholarship, but it was academic. But I would come in in sweatpants and I'd be like, yeah, please, can y'all give me the answers to, to this exam? Because I, I got the whole family on my back and we're trying to save the community center. And that was not my life at now, all. I grew up in the was... suburbs and my family is affluent. But I was like, I knew that everyone just assumed because I'm dark-skinned black that I was run the track and 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 needed to oh, get the community so what center. Was the, what was the upside of that if they did give you the answers? They gave me the answers. And so then? I could pass business courses that I had no business passing, like operations. So, <laughs> and then, and then what? And then? I got my degree. And now you and George Santos have a... <laughs> I wasn't as good as George Santos. He lied for oh fun my and gosh. very extravagantly. We just did an episode about him not too long ago. Oh. Uh, he's a fun one. Uh, y'all he's... see him in drag? Pretending that he wasn't in drag? We didn't have that in the episode, but that was very fun. Yeah. He was like, that's not me. Who is that? And we're like, girl, we know that's you. <laughs> and then other other drag performers were like, girl, you stole my wig. <laughs> they like came in and were... It, it was amazing. So in September 2020, it was announced in a Facebook post made to the ward that was the facebook uh group that our girl susan managed 
that Susan had taken her own life, in part due to the bullying that she received from fellow authors. So she was like, the other authoresses are dragging me, and it's time for me to hop off the planet. So she, what, 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 was there any evidence of this bullying, by the way? I mean... It doesn't seem like it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because I, I, I don't, you know, I can't imagine, um, I, I, I don't know, I, I, I can't imagine like some great author, uh, you, you know, Dostoevsky or, you know, Mark Twain, <laughs> somebody taking, oh, a, Mark Twain t- the, taking like, a minute uh, to... Before Quentin, like Mark Twain uh, ran so Quentin, you know, Quentin Tarantino could fly with just putting as many N-words in a book as possible. I can't imagine... That like a, a taking the time to diss this. People have their communities, and sometimes their niche. So maybe in the niche writer so, uh, world, so community. amidst the other, like so the other authors that are writing stuffs like Breasts of Rage, <laughs> and uh, and they're also like fuck Susan, Susan Mission. In her yeah. trash ass romance books. Yeah, L- L- long Long Beach longing, that kind of she thing. She said they made love in the ocean. Everybody knows that you can't really have sex in water. Like <laughs> you know, it's, we we don't know, but they, they they she said they were dragging me, and so I had to leave. So it concluded. Author Susan Mishan left this world behind Tuesday night for bigger and better things. Please leave us alone. We have no desire in this messed up industry. Please leave us alone. Normally, I guess this is before the time where everyone would say, please respect our privacy. It was just, please leave us alone. Because <laughs> now they'd be like, please respect our privacy during this difficult time. Now it's like, And by the way, has was, anyone ever? No. 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 But and it's, you know it's they're a not good going thing to, to say. Yeah. It is. It's yeah. like, maybe some people will respect your privacy because you said so. Like, they were going to leave a comment. They were like, oh, they said respect our privacy. Oh, yeah. Delete, My mistake. Delete, back right. up, backspace, backspace, backspace. <laughs> but a lot of people are not going to respect your privacy. But I love please leave us alone. And I want to bring that back. Everybody just start saying please leave us alone. <laughs> so, wait. This was after the death? Yes. This uh-huh. is when she, quote, unquote, died. But on January 2nd, 2023, Susan came back to life just like Jesus. Amen. And once again, set the romance novel community aflame. Yes. So what really happened? In a post on the still active The Ward Facebook group, newly resurrected Susan said, this is her words. Mm Mm-hmm. I debated on how to do this a million times and still not sure if it's right or not. There's going to be a... Susan, let me help you. It's not. (laughs) Yeah. I wish you'd called me first. I could have helped you, you with that. Why you call Paula Pastel, yeah, Susan? Yeah. It's not. Don't do it. It's stupid. Hey, 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 Paula. Do you think it will be? It's me, Susan. Yes, you know, Susan. from the romance books. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, so so I, sexual. I loved fuck the me to heaven. The biggest titties. I, that was such the a good. The biggest titties you've ever seen going on the biggest yeah. adventures you ever wanted. Oh, Susan, and so good to talk to you. Yeah. So I retired the titties by saying that I had died. Uh, what? Can I tell the girls that I'm back to life? No. No. Oh, <laughs> I wish you'd called me before you said you were because you're not dead. This is not, this is, what are you, the third? Damn, I'm not dead. No, you're not on the phone. You're the third ghost. (laughs) (laughs) I thought, I thought I was dead, though. What if I tell everybody I thought I was dead? You think that'll work? Uh, It's not going to, it's not going to work. I I think you need witness protection at this point. You need, you need to bury yourself. I'm going to do a Facebook post. Yeah. Bad idea. That's the best way to come back into the earth is Facebook. Susan, don't. Susan, don't do you it. You agree. How about write under another name? Let me read you the rest of the letter right, that I'm ahead. saying to Facebook. Ahead, so there's going to be tons of questions. Yes, Susan, there will be. And a lot of people leaving the group, I guess. Now, now not Susan, why are you trying to retain your your audience? Like a, a lot of people leaving the group. Yeah, Susan. Yeah. 
But my family did what they thought was best for me, and I can't fault them for it. So now you blame your family, saying that they killed you off. Okay. Yeah. I, my family ain't never tried to kill me off without my knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> I no, feel like Susan, that would be a group chat discussion Susan's, at least. She's not a big responsibility taker. Yeah, she ain't taking none so far. So she says, I almost died again at my own hand, and they had to go through all that hell again. It says, returning to the ward, which is the Facebook group, doesn't mean much, but I am in a good place now, and I am hoping to write again. Let the fun begin. That is the last part of this quote. Let the fun begin. And a lot of us don't begin having fun until Susan tells us to. She's pretty much the keeper of the fun. She we, is. Yeah, she opens the gate for the fun. I mean, I won't lie, though. Like, if I was in a you Facebook group You kind of thought about niche. doing this, right? <laughs> Scam goddess. Didn't she mention... You think she, my mentioned, up? she mentioned depression and anxiety earlier, and then she had me on, yeah. and I may have shoved her over this scam goddess. Paula, you got to announce it, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it can be real. And then a couple weeks later. And there's nothing fun about this in the real sense of it, but the, someone pretending to do it and then coming back with the most insane explanation that gives no explanation. Right. That, well, that her family. the responsibility, was... not to any specific family member, just no, to her, just family her family in general. And then she's like, and I'm back, y'all, so let's turn up. Yeah, you, right. They tried to kill your favorite <laughs> bitch, but I'm back. Like, Susan, you got audacity, and I love that for you. Yeah. So in response to the news, fellow author Samantha A. Cole confronted Susan in the comments of her post asking whether her death had been a hoax. Now, Samantha, you already know her death is a hoax because the death happened and then she came back and was like, JK, so it's a hoax. So this is what Samantha says. Looks like a DM. She said, what is going on? Question mark, question mark. And Susan says, nothing. I simply want my life back. My family was in a bad place and did what they thought was best for me. So she blamed it on her family. And she says she want her life back, a.k.a. like she's she not they, dead no more. They did what? What is it that they did? They they said she was dead. Right. But, oh, but yeah. did they? Did they or did she? She's yeah, like, I, I think want my Sus- life back. I like, think Susan's blaming grandma. It's like. Girl, now listen, did I kill off some already dead family members in college so I could get uh, later deadlines on essays? Absolutely. We all did. But this is different. (laughs) I didn't go to college. I didn't realize that was an important part of it. Wow. It is. It's a fundamental part to get Uh uh, essay deadlines. So far, really. Sometimes they make you produce the, like, uh, obituary. Really? Mm -hmm. So so far. Your college education is sounding a little bit like George Santos's college education. Okay, I actually How were you went, on the volleyball though. team? Good? I, I actually went, though, and I only pretended to be on the track team once, okay? So I'm different. How did you pretend to be on the track team? Just the sweatpants? Wore sweats. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's not what that necessarily <laughs> indicates. Sweats? I never said I was on the track team. I just showed up looking how they look and also being black. So their biases were what happened. You know, I was using racism to my own benefit. You there know, you that's go. not my fault. No. That I had big thighs and, and wore sweats uh-huh. to office hours. Big, I, big, I okay, but here's the thing. People wear sweats everywhere now. Uh, I, I particularly, I think there are times where when Biden's at the desk and he, that he's got sweats on. Yeah, yeah. I, I would be surprised. I mean, we can do so much via Zoom. Really, all you need is shirts these days, okay? Yeah. Y'all invest in shirts, big shirt. I did that during the uh, when it was really hot. I had to make s- videos for one thing or the other. Mm-hmm. I would make sure I showed myself. And I'd have, I'd have like a shirt and a tie, and then I would have <laughs> yeah, just shorts on. That's why long 
pants are out, okay, public masturbators? We know what you're doing when you wear them long pants up to your neck. <laughs> yeah, the neck called pants. called overalls, yeah. okay? So when Samantha asked Susan whether it was even her daughter that had posted, Susan replied, I do not have a daughter and son. I'm not worried about the book world letting me back in. I was never really in. So she was like, the girls never liked me, so I'm not worried about the book world. So get out of here, book lady, trying yeah. to chastise me because I, I lied about having a son and a daughter and about dying. Like... Calm down. Yeah, she is <laughs> definitely saying that fetch is not a thing. She has audacity, and, you know, scammers usually do. So Susan had previously taken to the ward, that's a Facebook group, to post about her personal struggles and grievances in a community often permeated with drama. I did not know this much, like, this much drama in the book world. I'm about to dip a toe. So she complained about colleagues whom she claimed to help, but whom never offered help in return. She's like, I was putting all the girls on. I was bringing them all to the penguin. I was doing all this, and they weren't helping me back. So as she continued to publish novels and become further engrossed in the romance space, Susan became more frustrated with both the industry and the negative feedback she felt she received from other authors. In one post made in September 2020, Susan wrote, Every day it got to the point I'd rather be dead than to deal with the industry and the people who swear that they're friends. Okay. I didn't know the writer's industry was this deep. No, I'm not sure it is. Uh, I think I, I, I'm yeah. I'm not sure it is. I mean, it may. I'm I'm working on a book right now. I'm, I might be an authoress. Y'all, we'll see. But maybe it is this deep. All right. So are you gonna go on the? You've wall? written a book. You, I've written a couple of books. Yeah, you've written yeah um, books. And uh, it's very hard to do. Are you finding that it's hard to do yes. writing a book? It's very yes. hard to do. I used to. Did say, you get bullied by the writing community? I did. I got horribly <laughs> bullied. Uh, horribly bullied by the writing community. Um, no, I don't. I don't, I mean, I don't know any other writers to, like, sit around and talk about writing, uh, you know? But, I mean, just they like should be either... niche, there are, like, little cult-like communities. I do improv, UCB, we have our own cult. I'm sure there are cults within the pottery community and everywhere, you know? Uh, well, I don't Next know. door I... is a cult for people who own houses. You know? I, don't, like... I don't know about the pottery community, but the improv community are actually working together, whereas writing is generally done... Alone. Uh, yeah, it's a very, yeah. yes, it's a very uh, isolating kind of activity. And I can't imagine reaching out to other writers for like socialization because they should probably be writing. Well, then that makes, that kind of makes sense though to her point. If like you're doing this alone and then you're reaching out for socialization, it's probably going to come from shade. Like you're, you're, <laughs> jo you're a John Grisham girly and, and the rest of the girlies are, you know, you write in Go On Girl and they write in sexcapades in Germany. Like you're going to be like, oh, they're lower than me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, like, I'm her not titties sure. jumped tittily as she ran into his arms and you're writing like, oh, you some don't have any trouble with writing at all. <laughs> That sentence. Oh, my God. Oh, do you have a pen? Write that down. Her titties jump tiddly? Yes. That's how they jump. Yeah. I don't think... Painting a picture. Tiddly had not really been a word until now, but tiddly. And here we are. Yeah. So in public posts, she also alluded that her previous struggles with mental illness, as she had recently been diagnosed... Previous? With, previous yeah, she struggles? She had, yeah. She's right in the middle of it. Previous. Cur current and previous. Yeah. Thank and you. she said she was recently diagnosed with bipolar disorder, uh -huh. and that her past... Like, she talked about her past suicide attempts. So online friends, including a few who would later be accused of bullying, reached out to Susan as her posts grew worse. So Susan, like, kind of laid the foundation writer-wise as, like, hey, y'all, shit is going bad. It's going left. And, like, kind of built up to this fake 
you know, um, unaliving. So according to one friend, she was becoming pretty chaotic. It just seemed like every problem that surfaced with her, she was in the middle of it and it turned to where she was the victim of all of it. So Uh, all of a sudden, all of her problems, she's like, everybody doing everything to me and I'm I'm being hurt. You know what? She is this close to being Republican president. Right. Because that's a... That's a big thing in the Republican right. world. It's like black people happen to me. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, exactly. what, what does that mean? <laughs> it's all, it's all. Trans uh, people are vic- happening to me, y'all. Vic- they happening to me. That's J.K. Rowling. <laughs> Wait, see, mm, she's in the writer community, so maybe because well, J.K. Rowling but, really but, acts like trans people happen to her, and I don't even know, understand that phrase. But I that's she, I, I know exactly. That's how she lived. I don't know. Yeah, I don't get. Such a disappointment. It's like, how are you going to write a whole book series and then it gets grounded into these movies that are huge and it's all about somebody who doesn't fit in and whose parents don't want them. And then you're like, I hate the demographic that this actually resonates with the most. Like, what? And at the time that she wrote those books, we didn't know she was harboring all these feelings about people that she don't know. Yeah. It's just, that's the other thing. It's like, girl, I know a lot of trans people who are in my life. I know not a lot of non-binary people and they are wonderful you talk about this shit and it's so apparent that you don't even know any of these people yeah and like why are you preoccupied with people that you don't know waking up every day talking about people that you don't even know like girl (laughs) it's giving weird like find something else to do in your spare time sis because what is this so at home susan's family grew concerned as she entered periods of mania or psychosis during which she would talk like a character from her book like she was the individual that she was writing and in an interview with the new york times susan herself said I would log on and get in and at some point in the day my two worlds would collide and I would it would be hard to differentiate between the book world and the real world it was like they would sandwich together so she's getting on Facebook and completely losing her I'm touch in reality it doesn't I, yeah. none of this I, sounds legit to me no I I cannot and imagine also, like you're having delusions about the books that you wrote only the books that you wrote yeah I, Only I, the books that you wrote, nothing I, else? Uh, yeah. I, can't. I just start having delusions and dropping my T-shirt brand everywhere. It's so wild. <laughs> I'm like, buy Scam got his T-shirts. Uh, oh, no, what happened to me? That was a mental moment. Like, yeah. girl. Yeah, you didn't not... even hear yourself say that. No, I didn't. You, you were like, I saw you go into like almost a trance. Scam got his part at gmail.com. Oh, wait, yeah. where am yeah, I? Like, was... it's, I don't know. Wow. I, do I was think here for that. something so... happening here because obviously she's made choices that are choices that most of us wouldn't necessarily make unless we were in some sort of crisis but at the same time you just going between your book characters it feels like a plug especially because in all these moments you felt the need to go on facebook well precisely yeah, it does. Yeah. It feels, it feels a little like weird. It, it does. So both Susan and her husband, Troy, became concerned that her addiction to the book world was causing her bipolar depression symptoms to become worse. And what do you mean her, her addiction welfare. to the book world? Meaning the world within her books? Uh, to her Facebook group. Oh, uh, to the face. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, Which was her book world. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. So it was allegedly Troy that instructed their 22-year-old daughter to write the initial Facebook death announcement after a final incident when she found Susan semi-conscious after overdosing on one of her medications. Troy has since said... This is her husband. She could not stop it on her own. And even to this day, I'll take 100% blame, the accolades, whatever you want to call it. Now, how are you going to say you're going to take blame and then say the accolades? He was like, I will take 100% blame and I will take all of the praise for what I did that was valiant. Hello? Y'all loved it? However people respond, he's taking 
responsibility, which is something that Susan didn't do. When they say they're going to take responsibility, he did. Wait, who's Troy? Troy is her husband. Oh, this is a bad thing. Yeah, faking your death is a bad thing, especially if you have a fan base and you're faking your death to people who obviously care enough to log into Facebook and talk to you every day. On the other hand, okay, so all right, so all right, so this person and that's Troy up there. As far as they know, that Susan is dead, right? And so they all grieve and they all, you know, for those who are religious, you know, they pray, like, oh, yeah. bring Susan back. I wish this never happened. And then Susan. <laughs> bring Susan back. Yeah. And then Su- is that what they pray for when they yeah, pray? Yeah. yeah. So bring Susan. Oh, bring Susan. <laughs> what a loss. Jesus, send it back down. Yeah. yeah. If only Susan, I would do anything if Susan were back. And then Susan comes back and. Shouldn't they just be patting themselves on the back? Shouldn't they be like, whoa? Yeah. That's so weird. If someone passes away and then they came back to life, like, you think you'd be like, oh, I'm relieved. But you're kind of mad that you had to go through this grief journey. Sure. Not the. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if people were mad when Jesus came back at the tomb. Probably. For real, Jesus? Yeah. Honestly. You want to play with us like that? Yeah. Okay. Who knows? But His whole Facebook group was very put off. All the disciples in their 12-man Facebook group were like, really, he going to come back like this? Like, he ain't even telling on us. Yeah. So we're looking at Troy right now, and they're hugged up. Here's Susan again. She's yeah. giving us so, okay, a Okay, that's a happier smile. face on Susan, She's in the by same the shirt, it looks like. Susan only has one shirt. That's a... I <laughs> we wear, all need a Troy. I wear the same Because Troy shirt seems like he's very day. down for Susan. He came out and took all the blame for Susan. was like, it was me. All the, all the blame. I fake killed her. Accolades. And accolades. Yeah. <laughs> I fake killed her. So, however, though, Susan's death, in quotes, was meant to keep her offline, and it didn't stop her from going right back, apparently. So, shortly after Susan's comeback post, Samantha revealed that Susan had created a burner Facebook profile in the What's name... What's that? So a burner is like where you don't put your real photo, your real name, so you can lurk and like posts or watch stories or whatever, and nobody knows it's you because it's not your real account. So that's a burner. So a lot of people will have like Finstas, which is like a fake Instagram account where they can look at people's stories or like posts or post their own stuff without other people knowing that it's them if they're like a notable person or whatever. So she made a fake Facebook so that she could lurk, probably so that she could get on the ward, the Facebook uh, page and see like, which honestly, I'm not mad at that because I've been thinking like, you know, funerals are for the living. So if Absolutely. there's a funeral, it's like all of us having this cathartic moment to say mm-hmm. goodbye to this person that we love, but the person isn't there. So we're saying all these nice things, but the person can't hear it. I'm like, can I have a funeral before I die so That's I can just hear like, That's how why... cute and lovely I was and how Absolutely. much everybody loved me? Like, I just be in the, in the casket like, hee, 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 so creepy. What was that noise? What was that noise? <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing. Um, yeah. Like, people walk past the casket and I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh, my bad, my bad. Like, <laughs> So shortly after Susan's comeback post, Samantha revealed that Susan had created a burner Facebook. Wait a minute, the who's Samantha again? So Samantha was the other author who was pissed about this whole Susan situation and had DM'd her and was like, girl, like, so are you alive or not? Like, what's going on? All that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So Samantha didn't let go. She's mad. She's a hater and love this for her. She was like... I found her burner account. It's under the name TNC. And how would someone find a burner account? This is all this is all totally new to me. Because Samantha was on her ass. Samantha was checking the da- the the facts, the dates. Like Samantha figured it out. Right, but I still don't see how she would find her burner account if if you just 
if you just make up an account with somebody else's name. Well, she's a writer. And the thing about being a writer is that if you have enough writing out, published, and you write in a certain cadence or you write a certain way, it's pretty easy to figure out, like, oh, this sounds exactly like this person who's allegedly left the planet. That's why Shakespeare could never have a a successful burner account because people kept finding him because mm-hmm. everything he posted was to be and we don't even or not <laughs> it was to, on I am big people are like, <laughs> yeah people are like oh that's Bill again oh Shakespeare was basically just a rapper he you know he had one style of rap and we knew what he was gonna give us okay I is, am big is rap in iambic because I don't know. I what, mean, people I, rap in different cadences yeah, and they stay I, that way. Every single the baby song is the exact same cadence, and that's why he sucks. Also, because he sucks as a human. Oh, Anyways, uh, now you. <laughs> okay, what? Okay, is "Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe" is that? In, no, that's Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> Bitch don't kill my vibe. Yeah, I like that. Like yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, Kendrick's still he's he's all right for now. But uh, so fun fact: in addition to running into TN Steele's account, and TN Steele is the fake Facebook account that Susan made. Uh huh. Susan was also active on TikTok the entire two years under her actual name, Susan Mission, now a locked account. So she had a, she was like, I'm gonna get out here and do these dances and not even worry about people knowing if I'm alive. Can you imagine Susan hitting a whoa on TikTok or making? <laughs> in a cooking video and they're like Susan we thought you was dead now you over here chopping onions on TikTok what happened and she was wearing that same pink shirt people like that's yep. her that's her oh wait she got it on right there at the top at the TikTok oh we gotta post this <laughs> the screenshot of this TikTok Susan retired this pink shirt because girl now she uses a lot of like filters and stuff so you can't really see her face but yeah, there's a recent I don't post see her face. that has her face in the middle Susan my girl so T.N. Steele's profile stated that she wanted to be an author wife, office manager, and an all-around goofier from Georgia. Okay, that's what her fake her fake uh, Facebook profile said. Susan's Amazon bio states that she's a wife, a mom, a meme, and a friend who lives in southeastern corner of Tennessee with her husband of 24 years, their two cats, and four snakes. Two cats uh, and four snakes. All yeah. right, we live in a wild, like, these are interesting yeah. pets. So, soon after Susan's death, in quotes, Connie Ortiz, her virtual assistant, posted to the ward that her family's health issues made it difficult to continue to be an admin to the group and asked if anyone wanted to take over her duties. Under this post, he Steele commented, I'll take it, Connie Ortiz. I will overhaul it, and I hope that that pleases you and Susan, who is definitely dead and not me from a fake account right now. <laughs> at the end. But so she volunteered to take over her own account oh, okay. from her burner. So I'm sure that that also led Samantha to be like, oh, so you volunteering to take over the account that... Okay. Why is there an account for someone who's dead? Because the girls are still reading the books and they want to talk about the books. And and Susan wanted to read their comments. And when you die, like, people stop saying mean things about you once you're dead unless you're evil. Like, Hitler, we got hits for him all day. Like, it's, you know, he a piece of shit. We hate him. To this day, nobody will ever wear that mustache because they know what it means. Like, well, that's not true. There's a whole group of people that's decided that he's. People who still love him. But for the majority of us, we don't like that motherfucker. Fuck him. So, but for the most part, if you die, like, even if you were kind of shitty in life, people will still talk nice about you or talk nice about your work. So I'm sure she got off on, like, reading people talk about her books and oh, stuff because be. yeah. they're not going right. to really say anything mean, yeah. for yeah. real, for real. Yeah, unless they're going to get a free book. Right. Um, <laughs> right. So well, then they would say even nicer stuff. So with that, Steele gained control of the group, and Susan gained a front-row seat to the grieving and infighting that occurred uh, on the is, ward. Yeah. 
It's gross. Including the harassment of her former friend, Samantha. So Samantha was like, something ain't right. Shit is fishy. And the girls in the war were like, she's dead. How dare you? Fuck you, Samantha. Oh, so Samantha guessed that she was not dead. Samantha was talking shit. And everyone is like jumping on her about Mm -hmm. it. So Susan loved that. So the fallout of the announcement. Susan's fake death had additional ramifications outside of upsetting her fans. In initial announcement posts, it was implied that the alleged bullying from her fellow authors in the war drove her to take her life. Remember, she was like, the girls are being mean to me. Yeah, so I, do. I fake my was... dad. Y'all know. Uh-huh. Y'all know how you do. So some of Susan's fan base took those accusations and pointed fingers, inciting further conflict with an already grieving community. Samantha had been one of the authors arbitrarily accused of bullying Susan and was repeatedly harassed in the intermittent two years as a result. Following Susan's death, two fundraisers claimed to benefit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline were shared to the ward. Though it's unconfirmed who created them and where they came from and where the money actually went. So it kind of seems like Susan came in as the fake admin with uh, her TN steel uh-huh. and was like, hey, y'all, it's so sad that Susan had died because we all loved her and she was so sexy and that pink shirt was really killing it and it was okay <laughs> that she wore it every day. And also, can y'all donate to these funds that is definitely going to the funds? And then nobody But did they the make any went. money off of it? People donated. Oh. You know, when there's a tragedy, people will give up a little coin and if everybody gives you a dollar, if a million people give you a dollar, you got a million dollars. Like, well, if a million people give you a no, dollar, it's probably not right. a million. But... I, I find it very hard to believe that the ward has a million people. No, but I mean, like, they probably give it more than a dollar. They get five. You know, we could yeah. get then you we get could get up there. Then you could get to. We don't know how well, much money. We don't know how many people are in the are on the in that ward group. Right. Exactly. I have a feeling it's a my guess is 15. I mean, it must be more than that. Samantha had been one of the authors who was accused of bullying Susan, right? Following Mm -hmm. Susan's death, two fundraisers claiming to benefit, they... We don't know where the money went. So a group of best-selling authors even dedicated an anthology of paranormal bully romance titled Bully King Anthology to Susan. So this is like... Susan said, the bullies killed your favorite bitch. And then they wrote a book like... And this is dedicated to Susan because the bullies had killed her... Yeah, and it's rumored but unconfirmed that the proceeds were given to her family, so they really were trying to honor Susan's life, even though she was alive. So the summary of the book reads, Fall in love with the jaded lead, root for the drop-dead sexy anti-hero, you know she got titties, drop-dead sexy, and run from, or to, dangerous creatures of the night. No, paranormal bully romance novels are a subgenre of romance novels where characters pursue romantic relationships through bullying, while paranormal elements play a role in the characters' lives as All well. Right. See, this what? is my point. How many, how many fans of this shit could there be? This, I, I would say that this group has seven people in it. There's just no fucking paranormal. You don't read bo- books about ghosts that bully you, and then you have ghost sex. I know it's ghost sex bullying. It's, it's Casper, a, it's but a, he's mean and he sucks. No, <laughs> it was what was his? I can't remember. He had a cousin that was uh, more, um, you know, up to Casper up had a to, cousin. He did. He had a cousin that was sort of up to no good sometimes. I mean, listen, people loved uh, Wednesday Adams. Wasn't she supposed to be a ghost? I don't know. I didn't see it. I, I don't know. I have a cat named Wednesday. Oh, I love that. Yeah. 
Uh, so editors also ghosted. popped up offering to edit Susan's unreleased novel for her family for free. So now she's getting free editing out of this. Her final novel was successfully published and Love to Last a Lifetime is now available for $2.99 on Kindle if y'all want to get into yeah, Okay. Successfully published, by the way, ha- has a different meaning now than it used to. You can get something published... It doesn't mean you can go to FedEx and get something published. Precisely. Yeah, Yeah. I think Susan. I'm not feeling that with Susan, we're getting top of the line. Yeah, it's not giving that. But in February 2021, someone claiming to be Susan's daughter posted Susan's account, like posted to her account, complaining that none of her books had been purchased for several months. So they were like, nobody is buying my dead mama books. And y'all know <laughs> that she had a tragic life and a tragic death. So buy her book. And as such, would be soon be avail- unavailable for purchase unless sales increase. So oh boy, there's a threat. pretending to be her daughter was like, if y'all don't start buying my dead mama book, it's going to be dead to the world because we're going to take it offline. That's right. The shit you don't want. You're not gonna have it anymore. Yeah, you better stop. You better start wanting this shit you don't want. That's right. Why y'all don't want this shit y'all don't want? Y'all better get it right now before you can't get it anymore, even though you don't want it. Although there, there is a certain technique to that. I mean, there is like scarcity creates demand, definitely, and and still does. There's so many diamonds in the world, y'all. Like they're just inching them out when they stole them. You know, I so got that they seem loads. valuable. I I got some right here in my pocket. Um, <laughs> There was loose a, diamonds, Paula. You just yeah, show up with oh, loose diamonds tons. everywhere you go. There was a comic years ago that used to do, she would go in and make a deal with clubs where she would do Monday nights and she would take the door and they would get the bar sales. And her big hook was, it's for women only, which I don't even know if that's legal, by the way. But prior to that, I don't know that that many people wanted to see her one way or the other. But by excluding a group, by in a very public, deliberate way, excluding a group, she, she made tons doing that. Oh, I bet. And listen, men already hate women. A lot of uh, cisgendered men hate women. So, I mean, just, you know, in general. So she just made, like, the best advertisement campaign because then they're going to come on and complain, like, see, this is why we hate women. Look at this. Look yep. at this women's only event. Oh, oh, and they did. The, men made a big fuss about it. Like, the very men. So it's very much like the daughter the shit you don't want, <laughs> you are not going to be able to have it. If you, you don't know. buy it right now. Yeah, exactly. Even though you don't want it, and I've seen that. Yeah. Yes. We are not, I'm not going to let you vacuum this room if you don't. <laughs> and I, I love this. So it's unknown if sales did increase after the post, but one of her Amazon Kindle store ratings jumped from, it was like 200,000, like almost 300,000, and then it jumped to 82,000, around 82,000. So it jumped pretty high. Well, that is a big jump. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. somebody went at least looked at the book. Yeah. So since Susan's resurrection, amen, many have called for her to be investigated and prosecuted for fraud, claiming that she faked her death for book sales and to solicit cash donations. Two police officers even visited her home to discuss the allegations, and still others have reported her to the FBI Cyber Crimes Unit. So, and that's the thing, like, she came back to the group chat and said, let the games begin, we gonna have fun. And some people were like, oh, you're back, we love you. And other people were like... We're reporting you to the FBI. <laughs> I, I I didn't know that would be illegal, but I guess it might be, right? Yeah, yeah. the FBI yeah. and the I, especially if they can trace back those GoFundMes to her 
for her fake death. Oh, yeah. To charity. Yeah. So Susan has since said, I'm sorry for their mourning, but from a legal standpoint, I did nothing wrong. Morally, I might have done something wrong, but legally, there's nothing wrong. I love that uh, this is not but a awful. Real, lawful but awful. You know, you remember your expression. <laughs> lawful yes. but awful. I created it right here on this show. Yes. She was like, look, I didn't. I'm so sorry to all of those who might have been offended by me faking my own death. <laughs> like the fakest, worst apology. Anytime yeah. an apology has oh, an when if they in go. it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so sorry if you were offended. Clearly people were offended. Otherwise, you wouldn't be doing this public apology. You wouldn't open your front-facing camera if people weren't offended. <laughs> we talk about if. Why are you gaslighting us in your apology? <laughs> Don't put if in your apology. Wait, did you just say you wouldn't open your front face? Yeah, your front face of camera and get on here and record yourself talking about some if. If nobody's if nobody's mad, you wouldn't be apologizing. Uh, so there's no if about it. Yeah, if someone was but offended. if is how yeah. people protect themselves. So yeah. it's like, I'm so sorry for their mourning. Like, what do you mean? You faked your death to your fans directly. Like, Yeah, she could have faked something less. She could have faked, like, just a really bad rash. What about a coma? Like, yeah. a cute little coma? Because well, people come out of those all the time. Give yeah. us a soap opera moment. Yeah. And, just and then everybody would be... They would be sad still. They would, no, they would feel that they brought her back. Yeah, and that would be more satisfying if she just woke up one day and was like, hey, I'm back, y'all. Or just, if you, just I think it's a, le yeah, a lesser, because de death being so... F she could have faked it's a so nap. Final. She could have yeah. just faked a nap. Mm -hmm. And people, you know, because nap is, you know, trying out. Being yeah. away from people for a while. Yeah. That's good. She could have faked a vacation. Right. Something. Yeah. So I... for now, she is taking a break from writing to deal with the fake Susans that have popped up impersonating her on social media and the additional fallout from coming back from the dead. I do believe there probably are some fake Susans, but I wouldn't be surprised if some of the fake Susans were real Susan pretending to be fake Susan. Because oh, yeah. she yeah. is a perpetual victim. So she's no, trying well, to find also, more victimhood. This whole thing is a um, promotional, right? It's oh, promotional. Sure. It's just because we're talking about Susan. She blamed her husband, although I will say, Susan, you married right because your husband stood beside you. He said, I'm going to stand beside her. She did. I'm going to stand beside the coffin. He probably went to the funeral home, took some selfies, posted them. Like, he, yeah. he's giving Crying. a real faithful spouse. Yeah. He said, I was the one who faked her death, everybody. So all the accolades. <laughs> yeah, all the accolades. All the accolades. And if y'all mad, y'all can be mad at me. But also all the accolades if y'all love me for yeah. it. It's really taking the, take, yeah, taking the bullet for her. Right. But also the flowers. He's like, the bullet, but also the flowers. Yeah. But mostly flowers? Flowers with little bullets in them? Let's talk about it. So all 14 of her titles remain available for purchase on Amazon Kindle. And Susan is a whole criminal. And I'm going to read these book titles because they are very funny. Here we go. Romance novel books. Losing him and finding you. Stolen moments. Ooh, that means you a side hoe. Chance encounters. Oh, you like to have sex at work. Chance encounters too. Letting go. Y'all can't have sex at work no more than install cameras. Losing hope. Book one in the Finding Me duet. Finding faith. So you already lost hope. Now you find faith. Book two in the Finding Me duet. Never. Anything about neck pants ever. in there? Is there anything about <laughs> neck pants? Because that can be. Jerking it on the Greyhound. <laughs> yeah, neck pants on the Greyhound. That's a. Very romantic. Smoky book. Mountain Love. Oh, and remember, Tennessee. Yeah. Oh, yes, Paula. That's what I was about to say. Susan lived in the Smoky Mountains of Tennessee. You see, you know, because you drove across the Smoky That's Mountains. Don't, don't, absolutely. Special delivery. I'm guessing the delivery was penis. 
my crush. That's when you're stalking somebody, but you're making it cute, calling it a crush. His wicked way. Ooh, that sounds like he was toxic, but sexy. And then love to last a lifetime, which was her posthumous public. Or, uh, oh, that book. was the one was after like, she. Uh, oh, after ap- she ap- died. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to yes. say, it's not that long. Ago. And then I love the title, Last a Lifetime, but it's Her Lifetime Had Ended. Yeah. Yeah, that's deep. Yeah. That's so now her husband doesn't have to do her anymore because <laughs> she had love to last a lifetime, but that lifetime's over. That's why. Sex, that's why he helped fake her death. Sex in the grave. Yeah. Yeah. Sex in the cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> My posthumous book. Making it at the mortuary. I mean, yeah. making it at the mortuary. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Not the necro, not the necrophilias. <laughs> oh man, Susan, I I don't know how to feel about you. Paula, Paula, final thoughts on Susan? Susan, I because she didn't call you, and she should have. No, she should have before she started the whole stupid thing. All right, Susan, I tell you what, I, you know, you've really transgressed. First of all, uh, but I, for me, and I can't speak for everybody. I can't speak for the ward, right? And I can't speak for the writer's community but for me you could redeem yourself by writing a book wherein you explain that women's breasts don't heave (laughs) it's a big thing that's a cornerstone of her work that's a big thing in romance novels there's always heaving Heaving, breasts breasts don't heave they got you know breasts have never heaved i be heaving all the time i was heaving all the way in here I heave to the sea. No, that's because you don't take care of yourself. That's what that I'm is. right now, y'all. That's, can you hear it? <laughs> that's, yeah. uh, did y'all hear my titties? That was my titties. That was yeah. My, what? Yeah. Throat. No, no. That's not a sexual thing. That's a, that's a, your lungs are. I'm out of breath. I your lungs aren't cardio. what they should be. So, yeah, they don't heave. And I, I'm sure a lot of guys feel like somehow they didn't, or uh, you know, or women feel like they didn't give their partner what they needed or wanted because the the breast didn't heave they have to breasts don't heave i they love just hang your there. piece of advice is not about her faking her death it's just about the heaving breasts no i'm telling you <laughs> i would be willing to put the whole forgive scam her. aside if she will just clear up you know, if she'll make this right, if she'll make this one step towards honesty on behalf of the entire romance novel writing community. I mean, losing him and finding you—that title alone, I'm like, I don't know. I might have to read that and see if I yeah, find myself losing, by the end. Losing him and, no. and finding you. They say everywhere you go, there you are. But I don't know. Maybe I need to read this book and figure out where I am at. No, you got to get a me. GPS for that. You got to. <laughs> it's ways, but for finding yourself. Yeah. That's the book I write. Well, Susan. I'm over here. I'm over here. <laughs> Susan, uh, I guess I'm glad you're back alive. Um, <laughs> we'll see what happens. But you do have another book. You you could just write about how you lied about being dead and the girls would read it. So some more book. Uh, what about losing me and finding me again? Or yeah. I died, but really I didn't. Yeah. Back yeah. from the grave. Yeah. Yeah. To save? I don't know, Susan. Take you- another shovel full. That's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, ain't nobody ever opened up the door at the uh, at the funeral home and, and hopped out, you know? Yeah. As a mausoleum. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Ta-da! That could be. <laughs> ashes to ashy. I put lotion on and I'm back to life. You know, like, work <laughs> on it. These are working titles. You got it, Susan. All right. La- oh, man. This is the saddest part of the show. It's where I have to let Paula Pound's song go. But Let's be- take another break. Okay, we- we're back. <laughs> But before we do that, Scammer 
of the week. So we're just going to talk about a charlatan who maybe or maybe not is worthy of our praise. I love that it's a Florida woman because I know, Polly, you, you have some interest in the Florida scam community. So a Florida woman has been arrested after a four-year-long romance scam, keeping on the romance theme, that resulted in defrauding an 87-year-old Holocaust survivor. Oi, oi. Yeah. If you went through the Holocaust, and I met a lot of Holocaust survivors because they used to, like, I don't want to call it a tour because that feels weird, but they would go to schools and, like, we would meet them and they would tell us stories and All right. stuff from, yeah. like, the Just days. and Public you know, speaking. Yeah, public speaking. There we go. It's not a tour. I'm making it sound like they Jack Harlow, like, they on stage. Yeah, they like, put your hands the in the air. Have you the... heard of the... No, it's not, it's not that. It, but, it, but it was really dope because you got to get stories from elders, like, who really experienced, like, these tragic events. And, like, it was really cool to meet them. But I, how you going to take advantage of somebody who already went through so much like come on now scam a, a investment banker who's 87 not a holocaust survivor like god damn so peaches sturgeo well your name is peaches you all you could do was have a life of crime oh look at peaches in her mugshot she looked like she was oh. <laughs> this looked like if we cropped out one bridesmaid from a photo <laughs> Yeah. You know those weddings where they have yeah. several different things they make you pay for? Like, you got to go on a bachelorette trip. You got to have a matching swimsuit that y'all get off Etsy. And then y'all go to the wedding and they make you wear an A-line dress that don't work for your body type. It's given like they cropped her face out of one of those photos. Yeah. No. Uh, she looks beat, though. Look, she got the blush on, the lip, the brow. The, uh, no, but cute. there's crime behind Peach's eyes. Yeah, Peach's. Yeah. I mean, her name is Peaches. Her her family set her up for crime. That's a crime yeah. legacy name. Yeah. See, you're too young, but there used to be a band, uh, or is it du duo, Peaches and Herb. Oh, I know about Peaches and Herb. Yeah. Do yeah. you? Yeah. I know about them. Yeah. This peach is really there. I'm telling you, there's crime behind those eyes. It is. And I and I don't think those eyebrows are real. No, they're definitely not. Those eyebrows came from Sephora, and that's okay. I get mine there too sometimes. <laughs> but Peaches got a good beat, and it's giving a little bit. I'm not. I'm not mad at Peaches so far. So Peaches, who's uh, her name is Peaches Sturjo, which she didn't have a chance. Thirty six. She began her scam in 2017 when she met her victim in an online dating site. She eventually asked him for funds to pay for her lawyer, who she claims was refusing to release the funds for a jury, an injury settlement. Oh. So she was basically like, I got a big settlement. Oh, yeah. Peaches slipped on some juice and fell, and the girls aren't trying to give me my coins until I pay them or whatever. So can you, a Holocaust survivor, give me coins? Mm-mm-mm. No. So the victim gave her the money, but there were no funds to be received from any injury settlement. And I've said this a billion times. I'll say it again. If anybody's like, hey, I got a lot of money, but I need money from you, stop right there. Full stop. Right. You an heiress or you got funds coming in or you got a settlement, but you need money from me. It's not giving you have money. Right. That's not how money works. Mm -mm. No, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Just stop right there. Walk away. Scream. You know, that makes people uncomfortable. Just do a scream. You know, have you ever screamed like in chill company? Like you're just chilling with somebody and y'all talking and you just like, ah, like try it. It's very unnerving. And then maybe they'll leave. <laughs> I don't think they give up that easily. You know, Peaches looks like more of a pomegranate to me. Do you get that? Yeah. Yeah, there's more of like, a pomegranate. Yeah. yeah. There's crime behind those eyes. Oh, oh, for sure. You open that up, it's going to be hella work. Pomegranates are the hardest working fruit in the game. Like, I didn't I didn't sign up for a job when I'm eating fruit. And when yeah, you open a honestly. pomegranate, you got to yeah, munch no. on all the seeds, spit them out. That's a lot of work. Yeah, that's why that palm juice is so expensive. Yeah. Because thousands of people worked on that eight-ounce Mm -hmm. uh, to get it container. all out of them tiny little yeah. seeds. Yeah, yeah exactly. But it, do, it does bust, though. It do be busting. So 
Shout out to Pomp. Sponsor the show. So over the following four years, Peaches forged documents and impersonated a bank employee in order to extract from her victim more than fan- more fancy trips, Rolex watches, and luxury purchases. I mean, were they going together? It just kind of sounded like they was going together. This man was 87. Peaches, she no. know how to do her makeup and keep it cute. It sounds like he got a baddie, and baddies cost money. No. Baddies cost money. I yeah. lost my wallet for a whole weekend and didn't even notice because my boo was paying for everything. Baddies are expensive, you know? What are you going to do? Did you get it back, your wallet? I did. Well, I like that. Yeah. And, and didn't have to pay for nothing. And I didn't even have to say I lost my wallet. I lost my wallet and didn't notice because I never had to reach for it. Amen. Wow. I don't have a wallet. <laughs> I just... You just out here on vibes, Paula? No. I just put my money in my pocket. I don't have a wallet. Oh, you just tell them you're Queen Victoria of Comedy, and they're like, oh, well, you don't have to pay for this. Except no. for Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, no, I pay. Where y'all caught her I up in an altercation. Yeah. yeah, they owe you money. I'm going to get you that settlement, but first you got to help me pay my lawyer. Oh, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> Where do I sign? <laughs> so in total, Peaches manipulated her victim into writing 62 checks, totaling oh, over $2.8 million. Oh, gee, Monique. Okay, Ooh. there's something wrong. Okay, well, clearly the victim had been through a lot and therefore maybe not functioning. I want to say, Peaches, even though there's definitely no life behind her eyes, she feels like a fun time. I feel like if I went to dinner with Peaches, she would keep me laughing and on my toes. So I don't know. Maybe she's worth $2.8 no, million. You're, you're um, putting a lot of backstory into Peaches that Peaches I just blush. don't think is there. Okay, Peaches just got a fresh blowout. Okay, her hair is shiny. <laughs> okay, she's not using three-in-one shampoo. She definitely got one-on-one shampoo and conditioner. Okay, I, I like peaches. This is a long one, guys, but we're we're at the end. So eventually, he lost his life savings and had to give up his apartment. At the same time, peaches bought a home in a gated community, a condominium, a boat, and numerous cars, including a Corvette and a Chevy Suburban. A Chevy Suburban gives me like peaches had a man on the side. Yeah, peaches wasn't coming across for the eighty-seven year. She you know had driven the Corvette, but I feel like the. The uh, Chevy was for whoever was giving Peaches that that D. I whoever just, Peaches was getting the banana from was getting that Chevy. I just heard a story that on I think it was, I think it was on NPR maybe that uh, sometimes mismanagement of money is often a precursor, an early sign of dementia. Yeah. And my guess is that 87-year-old man, after everything this poor guy's been through, that that is what this is. You know? And that's why scammers target elderly people. We say it all the time on the show, call your grandma, call your grandpa. Otherwise, you're not going to get no inheritance because whoever <laughs> calling them going to get it, okay? I'm about to call me ma and see how she doing and see what's going on on the porch. But Peaches has been charged with one count of wire fraud, which carries a max sentence of 20 years. So if you do it on Western Union, if you do it on Zelle, honey, if they catch you, they're going to give you the charges. That's like the mail. I told y'all don't mail your scams because the postal unit will show up and they'll put you in that car with no doors and you go into jail. You know what? I think Peaches has it coming. I I do. What if he had fun? He 87. These last years of his life. Peaches sounds like a thrill. I don't know. I feel like let Peaches out, you know? Let let Peaches out. That's going to be that t shirt is going to fly off the shelves. Put Peaches back on the trees, honey. I want her in the street. You can get a scam goddess t shirt, and also it comes with a let Peaches out 
T-shirt. Let peaches out. Yes, it comes with a fresh peach. We can't guarantee how fresh it is, though. This is America. Uh, but we always ask at the end of the show, where would you like to be found? Anything you want to plug? Any socials? Who when, you here we've been go? talking about death, and you said, where would you like to be found? <laughs> at the, oh, please. You and Nathan Crest both went here. He was like the La Brea Tar Pits. I was like, not your body, bro. That's <laughs> No, that's what I thought you meant. Like, oh, tell me it's not going to be like hovering over the toilet no. or something. Okay. <laughs> Um, I, no, I would hope your ghost doesn't have to haunt the toilet. That feels like a bad ghost job. Yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm trying to haunt um, a mansion. Where would I like to be found? I have a podcast called Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone. And I tour theaters around the country all the time. Uh, and you can find out where at paulapoundstone.com. Click on the tour page and you can see if I'm going to be near you either to come to see my show or to get away. <laughs> They're coming to see. Also, only the hottest people at Paula Poundstone's show, so you better be sexy when you go to the door. Is that oh. creating enough scarcity? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's good. Right. Yeah, we don't let in people that are Non-sexy really... is not allowed. <laughs> no. All right, y'all. Uh, as always, you can find me at D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I Diva Lacey on all platforms. Y'all, watch the George Lopez show. I'll be popping up on there a lot. The new season of iCarly, I don't know when that's coming out, but we just wrapped it, so y'all will see soon. And... If you want to see the photos of our beautiful Queen Susan in her pink shirt in all different locations, Scam Goddess Pod on all platforms. Scam Goddess Pod on the Instagram. You know that's where I post all the photos. And if you want to talk to me, Scam Goddess Pod on Twitter. Uh, congregation, send me those emails and stitch on your friends and your family. Tell us your scams as long as they're retired or if they're not and you want to put us on. We love some tea. Scam Goddess Pod at gmail.com. Congregation, stay resurrecting. Okay, let's all come back on the third day. Amen. This has been an Earwolf production in association with Team Coco. Scam Goddess stars and is hosted by me, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. The Scam Goddess. Our producer is Judith Cargbo. Our recording engineer is Abby Aguilar. And our audio editor is Jesse Karen. Research for the show is done by Kaylin Brand. Stay scheming. While no one knows what tomorrow may bring, Bridgestone is working toward a more positive outlook. With innovations like developing a tire using 75% recycled and renewable materials. It's just one of the many ways Bridgestone is making a difference today, for generations to come. Because that's what really matters. Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Visit whatreallymatters.com to learn more. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore his seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA.